Welcome to the weekly podcast all about turning the great American RV adventure into stress-less camping. Each week we explore tips, tricks, ideas, and destinations and talk to the happiest campers in the RV world. Pull up a seat at the campfire as we enjoy some stress-less camping. Welcome to the campfire. I'm Tony. I'm Peggy. And we're two RV industry veterans who travel part-time. In a small trailer. Looking to share big adventures and help you with great tips. Tricks. And discounts. Someone on Facebook today gave us a great tip. Yeah, they've been doing it for years. Yeah, go ahead and drive with your fridge on propane. Yeah, there's a lot of times you'll talk to people especially in social media and they've been doing something for years and they are very proud to admit it and oh i've been doing it for years and it's not going to be a problem yeah until it is yeah and we saw a post today on facebook where somebody had been towing their travel trailer for years with the propane fridge running and they shared pictures of it burning completely to the chassis we have an article about should you tow with your propane fridge running? And that article was written. A lot of times, if we are not totally comfortable with a topic, we'll turn to people who we believe are very knowledgeable. Right. And regarding RV fires and propane fires, we turn to friends who are firefighters. Yes. We figured they'll probably know stuff about fires, and they do. And have an opinion because they've seen things. And yeah, done they've put things. out plenty of fires. Yeah, or at least stood by while... Because RVs, if you don't know, once an RV gets burning, it's done. There's yeah, it's no, not a, yeah. yeah, putting it out is usually... they. It's more mitigation, so if there's RVs around it, they don't light up. But right, right. Yeah, not good. So we'll share that article, and we always ask you to share with your friends on social media or wherever... Share this article because it could save somebody this kind of sad, sad, not stressless camping Yeah, experience. for sure. So we don't have to worry anymore because now we have a 12-volt refrigerator. Yeah, that's so true. So we are able to run ours. But we are preparing for another big trip, and we are going to get ready, and we'll talk more about this in the next couple of weeks. But we're headed back to Indiana for the Frog Rally and other things. <laughs> we are going to be doing a pretty long, almost two-month trip now. Right. Leaving New Mexico August 1st and heading to Elkhart, Indiana to the Frog Rally. And Frog is Forest River Owners Group. So yeah. it's uh, basically a bunch of Forest River owners. And there's a lot of reasons to go to these big rallies, including you can get warranty work done by the factory techs, which we don't need any. Uh, well, yeah. we need some tiny we, we little We have things. one little thing, yeah. yeah. You can also hang out with other people who own Forest River products. There's going to be a bunch of mini light and micro light people there. Rockwood and Flagstaff will be on hand. We will be there, of course, the entire rally. And Mike Sokol is going to join us. And we're going to have our 6 o'clock wrap, as you may have heard a few weeks ago. So if you're Bust there, out the bling. Yeah. If you're there with us, come join us at six o'clock at our trailer every day. And if you're not, we will show you how to get a live stream of this silliness every day. <laughs> so that's that's the thing. So where else are we going? Well, I busted out the Trip Wizard, as usual, RV Trip Wizard, which is part of the RV Life Suite. And I love to use that trip wizard because it tells me it gives me ideas of where to go if we have kind of a general idea like we need to be in Elkhart and we need to be there on such and such day so I can work my way backwards and figure out when we have to leave here and where we can stop on the way and how many miles we want to drive each day and all those things that trip wizard really really helps with and then after we leave the frog rally we are traveling with our friend Bill and we are going up to the UP that's the upper that's peninsula, the upper peninsula. <laughs> in Michigan so Bill and I have busted out our trip wizards and worked together to come up with a plan of where we should visit and what we should see the trip wizard has been getting a real workout because as I think we've told you we're also starting to book some girl camper college classes coming up in the next spring and so I have a whole 
layout of all the places that we'll be teaching the classes. I have one for this road trip. And then kind of in the middle of there, we're going to be heading to the West Coast where we plan to spend Christmas and then from there lead our way to Quartzsite, Arizona. So I have that trip sketched out on the RV Trip Wizard. So that thing is really getting its workout. It's amazing. So we're going to be putting some miles and getting some smiles. Yeah. We're looking forward to these long road trips. We'll keep you in the loop. Perhaps we may run into you out there. That's right. And if you haven't used RV Trip Wizard and you are curious, it's a really great idea to check it out. We do have a discount on our website and there's a seven-day trial. So you go to our website, Discounts and Deals page, find the RV. I think it actually says RV Safe GPS is how it's Yeah, uh, Because that is another really important part of the RV Life Suite is that you can do... RV Safe GPS when you're going from one point to the next. Yeah. So go check it out. Try it for free for a few days or just dive right in and get the discount and start planning your trips. And I believe their price is going to go up soon. So this is something, you know, they're like, oh, how do I do RV Safe directions? And they have a lot of other aspects to the RV Life system, which is what Trip Wizard is part of. But if you've been thinking of doing this, boy, now's a good time. Because yeah, I think you're right. It might actually be August 1st that it might go up. So, yeah. so you want to so get in on get that. Get in there. Yeah, get in on our discount while it's as big as it is. Right. So it's on stressescamping.com in our discounts and deals or partners pages. And you can get a discount on RV Life Suite, including RV Trip Wizard. Now, here's some place you might want to go if you are planning a trip to the Northwest States. This place is in Washington, and we got to talk to Julie about her new campground. And, well, I mean, let's have Julie tell us. Yeah. We are with Julie Christ, who reached out to us because she has a different sort of campground. And so we're anxious to hear about that julie welcome thank you for joining us thank you peggy and tony we're really really glad to hear from you this will be fun yeah so since we said you had something very different tell us about it my husband and i had rv'd probably about for four or five years 20 years ago and we had been all over the place we went up the alcan and down baja and a bunch of other places and we would find remote camping opportunities that were beautiful, but you always had the back of your mind occupied by how long can we do this before we run out of water or (laughs) our tanks fill up or else we would stay in a park and then you're staring in your neighbor's windows and they're walking by peering in and we would really have loved the opportunity to kind of combine the best of both worlds. And we are on a property, we're actually managing a trust property that has a gorgeous, uh, about two or three acres sort of set off in the woods that I, I just love going over to this piece of property. And if finally, but what do you do with that? And finally kind of dawned on us, we should, this would be a perfect place for an RV camping spot. And when we started thinking about this you would stand on the road and look at this piece of property and you were looking at it just a complete wall of brush so you had to imagine (laughs) what you were going to end up with and we so we cleared it and we ended up with a dedicated uh, single party camp spot in the woods it's an rv spot and we installed all the hookups so it has water sewer and power and it is one party at a time up to two rigs so we have hookups for two rigs for people who are traveling with family or buddies or another rv so you can stay in the woods as long as you want and not worry about running out of water or your tanks filling up on Mm -hmm. you and enjoy the primo camp spot i mean it is every time i go over there i just don't even want to leave it's amazing (laughs) yeah it's really it's really beautiful looking from everywhere else Mm -hmm. and that is a good thing it, yeah, yeah. I When we've had people up there, that's the first thing out of their mouth is, this is just amazing. And if you just stand there, you won't hear anything but the wind in the trees and the birds and the creek. 
and you can walk around naked up there and nobody's going to really see you. So <laughs> it's, it's quite private. Well, that could either be good or bad, depending on how good looking you are. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the great thing about it. It's isolated enough. That won't even matter. That, right. There you go. Yeah. And so is it, it's a single campsite that's large enough for two rigs then? Yes. So it, the actual parking area is 65 feet. And so you can put two medium-sized rigs. You could drop a trailer, take the truck off, back in another you know, medium-sized trailer or a camper. And there's plenty of parking for your vehicles if you have dropped your trailer. And then we also have, we're up in the tall timber. So we have really gorgeous tent spots in the, in the trees. Okay. One of the kind of neat things about this part of Washington State is it's a really well-kept secret. Most people who know much about Washington State think that the east side of the state is all desert. <laughs> I didn't even know about it, and I was born in this state until I came over here looking for property. Okay. We're at about 3,200 feet. We have quite huge trees. One of my, the whole, the whole campsite is actually sort of designed around this beautiful, huge ponderosa. And a huge variety of trees as well. And actually, we had a writer come out to write a news story a couple of weeks ago, and she's a, I think she's a bird watcher, and she was just shocked at all the varieties of birds we have up there. Oh, that's I, nice. I saw on your website a picture of one of the birds at the hummingbird feeder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna obviously share your website with our audience, but what that is is it was a bear. Yeah. <laughs> a humming bear. Yeah, a humming bear. That's what he meant. I'm sure he, was, I'm sure he was humming as he was ripping down my bird feeder. Yeah, I actually opened up the window one morning. We have these big concrete pillars out at the edge of our, of our patio. I opened up the curtains and there's this bear up my one of my concrete pillars reaching out for the bird feeder. And once, once that gets started, you're not going to stop it. So, oh boy, yeah, we do have bears. This is not. A, this is definitely not um, a camping experience for everybody. Sure. Yeah. So you said that you have room for two rigs and many tents, but that doesn't mean that you make reservations for six different families, right? Right. It's one party at a time. Yeah. So it's it's you know. We wanted it to be kind of our dream RV campsite. So it is private, and as long as we have power, then you'll have power. You know, we, <laughs> we live about 12 miles from the nearest town, uh, you know, out in the mountains, and so we lose power a few times a year, not really for very long. But it's the woods. I mean, it's like the real woods, not, <laughs> you know, virtual woods or fake woods or Disneyland. Yeah. So we have storms and power outages and we have bears and cougars. And so people that are afraid of all those things would not be happy. Sure. If you, sure. If you want oh, organized events and a lot of socialization, this is definitely not for you. Okay. Do you have a limit as how long somebody can stay there? Obviously, if there's another reservation, then that is a limiting factor. But other than that? No, we, we haven't put a limit on it. We've decided to, since, I mean, we just basically finished this thing this summer. So this is brand okay. new, and we are doing um, uh, six nights, and the seventh night is free. So okay. it's pretty much unlimited length of stay for, for people. Yeah, so if you're, if you're writing a novel or, or whatever, you, I mean, you could go up there and be at peace and write your the great american novel or inspired <laughs> absolutely yeah. yeah yeah for sure and then what towns are near you and what kind of activities are there and is there a better or worse time of year to be there i would say so colville is the nearest town we are two mile well two and a half miles off of the paved highway and our, we're on a county road, and our county road is actually quite well maintained. And then once you get out to the pavement, you're another 10 miles to town. And that's definitely the closest town. Beyond that, there's a, a couple of smaller towns. And that would be west of us. And then to the east, 
there's nothing for a long way. <laughs> so, and, and actually Spokane is about 75 miles away from us. So it really is a place to get away from it all. And that I, a lot of people are really looking for that. Well, and that includes yeah. internet, because I know that, Julie, that you have had to drive into town in order to have enough signal to talk to us. So this is another one of those places where you don't go to look at Facebook. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it might, Starlink might work. Yeah, it, it probably will. We do have some internet reception out there it's a lot of walking around you know holding your phone up and looking at it (laughs) can you hear me now yeah and we have a cell signal booster on our house so that we get you know passable service but we when the newspaper people came out uh, about three of us were sitting there with different phones and different services and and where we were sitting there wasn't much going on so you have to hunt around just for a regular cell signal but i do i know people in the area out there have um satellite uh internet so probably starlink yeah. works starlink has opened up so much mm-hmm. and so i guess we should share what does it cost to stay with you okay so it's 75 a night and that's total that's power that's taxes that's everything okay and then it's 450 a week okay and then uh, if you're coming in with another rig it's 110 so it's cheaper for both of you and then it's 660 for a week okay it's not cheap but if i'd had that option when see i grew up actually camping i grew up being dragged in the woods in a backpack on my dad's back (laughs) and you know going and living in a canvas tent for a week or whatever and so to me rv traveling wasn't really camping unless i was Mm -hmm. boondocking maybe and so I love the amenities. I love the conveniences of the RV for sure. But I have also really loved the option of just getting away from everything and not doing anything and listening just to the wind blow through the trees. Right, right. And I I just don't know anywhere else where you can do that. It's so not rare, but I mean, I know there are a fair number of people who go boondocking, Mm -hmm. like they find some spot in the forest or whatever. But then the issue is, will the rangers come and kick me out? And, yeah. you know, it, it's yeah. this, at least, you know, no, this is this is where I'm camping the next whatever number right. of days. Yeah. Right. And you're not worried about the tanks are always now the limiting factor, right? Because <laughs> yes. solar exactly. has gotten so good. Right. But, mm-hmm. I mean, if you want complete solitude, you have it. If you want to play your radio, you can do that. Or- yeah. Your kids can run around and act like, you know, crazy wild animals, and they're not going to bother anybody. Except the crazy wild animals. Yeah, exactly. And I think kids should be able to do that once in a while. Sure. Yeah. I mean, and just, I I think it'd be a great place to spend some time away. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. When I go over there, I really kind of don't want to go back. I mean, I live in, you know, another part of the area that's gorgeous, but it's just... There's something about that spot that's just very calm, very relaxing. We put a propane fire pit over there and a patio. We poured a patio because we live in forest fire country. And Mm -hmm. that's everybody's biggest terror this time of year is that somebody's going to burn the woods down. So rather than doing campfires or fire rings, we put a propane pit over there. So because you still want a fire. Yeah. And so that's that's an option for people, too. That makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. During COVID, we did a whole series of articles about cooking over those propane fires. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, that's cool. There's a lot to do in the area. Colville itself, of course, has various fairs and events throughout the summer, like most small towns do. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like turkey hunting Mecca. So... Oh. We have turkeys all over the place, all the time, pooping on everything. <laughs> so we're really happy when people come out to shoot them. And then we also have fantastic logging roads up our mountain for people to go mountain biking on. Oh. Up at the top of our mountain is a, a beautiful little lake. There's a primitive campground up there, and people will go up there trout fishing. Okay. Mm. We have, we've run, when we occasionally will ride our bikes up there, and, and actually the, the mountain biking out there is not for beginners, it's, it's hardcore. 
but <laughs> we'll go up there and run into some people camping. It's happened a couple times from, you know, a, just doing a big camping tour around the country. And every one of them has said, this is the most beautiful campsite, camp spot I've ever been to. So our whole mountain is just gorgeous. Yeah. Um, there's a beaver, dam a beaver lodge out in the middle of the lake and there's, there's <laughs> moose all over the place. That's awesome. Yeah, that, it sounds like a good place to go if you like nature or just are tired of people. Right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, seriously, we are really happy for hermits to come out and hide out over here. You know, everybody likes a break from all of that once in a while. So that's mm -hmm. fine. Kayaking, we have uh, about 15, I think it's 12, 15 miles east of us up the highway is this amazing chain of little mountain lakes that are all connected. The last time we went up there, we kayaked through the chain and up at the end of it, there was a moose standing in the water munching away on seaweed. <laughs> and That's so, cool. yeah, it, it was, we have eagles everywhere out here. We've got, we have the predators. We have pretty much every animal you want to look at in the mountains. Bird, of course, bird watching is a big deal out here too. And then the night sky watching. I didn't know this is a huge interest of people until I was talking to this reporter. You know, I made, mentioned about the, uh, the night sky is phenomenal because there's no light pollution. And she said, oh, wow, you need to register that. And I said, really? I mean, is, there a, is that a thing? And she said, oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, there are people who travel with telescopes and such. That's what she was saying, yeah. So I thought that was kind of neat. We're also on what they call the Selkirk Loop, which is a scenic loop that goes through Canada, Idaho, Washington, and I can't remember what else. But um, <laughs> we have a lot of bicycle tourists on the highway out here that are doing the loop. Oh, okay. It is gorgeous. So it sounds like a great place to go to get away from it all mm -hmm. and maybe recollect your thoughts without being so close to your neighbor that you can pass a cup of sugar between rigs. Exactly. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. I don't think that we have said the name of the place. We call it The Wilds, W-I-L-D-S. Okay. We don't have a lot of signage. We have a sign that we plan to put up at the entrance to the actual camp site, but we don't have anything on the highway yet. People would definitely have to call to get directions. And mm -hmm. Google Maps actually doesn't even work very well for where we are. It, okay. it sends you to the wrong place, so <laughs> which is kind of, I kind of like that. But you do have a website. We've looked at the website, so we will post a link to the, your website, and that'll have your contact information, and and I saw that it, you know, kind of showed things to do in the area, and so, and you can look at the pretty pictures of the <laughs> birds. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like I said, we just opened, so we're just waiting to see, you know, is there an actual demand for this? We've actually also thought about eventually putting a, a bathroom over there, like on a little trailer, so that we can attract more of the bicyclists, tent campers kinds of people. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, we will definitely share this with our audience, and, and you'll find it. We have two places. One is, of course, it'll be on the podcast. Okay. But we also have special episodes of just campgrounds that yes. we, will, we will put with maps and links as well. Right. Fun. Oh, thank you. That's fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah, that yeah, would be great. And keep in touch, and sounds like a great place to go to get away. Yes. Well, I really appreciate you guys taking time to talk about it because I like talking about it. We worked like Trojans to make this thing happen. <laughs> I can only imagine. It's, yeah. uh, it's now it's easy. time to sit back and reap the benefits. Absolutely. I, I hope. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Yep. Well, thank you, All right, Julie. Julie. Thank you, Tony and Peggy. I appreciate it. Have Take a great day. Happy camping. Okay, you too. So this sounds like a super cool new camping experience. I like that she gave us full hookups, but she also left it in kind of an untamed forest area. So you can see the lions, tigers, and bears. Oh my. <laughs> but you can still have the hookups. So that is super cool. And again, that's in Washington, which has... You know, it really has a variety. As she said, she, everyone thinks Eastern Washington is desert. But, you know, we always thought New Mexico was desert. But all you have to do is go uphill a little bit and you get into the trees. <laughs> Absolutely. And if you're not 
using her full hookups, one of the things that we enjoy doing is a lot of boondocking and mooch docking. And the way we accomplish that is to use our ABC Upfitters power package. And what the power package basically is, it is an engineered solar and lithium package that allows you to stay off the grid with a reliable, effective solar system. I mean, it's there are a lot of people who are promising to put in, oh, I can put in solar for cheap or I can just drop in some batteries or whatever. I just like stuff that works. And so we're very happy to work with ABC Upfitters on these power packages. And one of the secrets to that is they use MasterVolt components and MasterVolt are products that are used in a lot of marine settings, yachts, that kind of stuff, because it's just top-notch. Yep. That's part of the solution, but there's a lot more than that, like how these systems are integrated into the campers, how well they're wired, the controls. There's, there's a lot of that. In fact, today I was conducting a test we have our 1,000 watts of solar on our system and 400 amp hour of lithium battery. And I wondered what would happen if I put two more solar panels on the side and ran the air conditioner. So it's out there right now. As we're in here, it's out there <laughs> staying cool. And yeah. it's pretty hot right now. Not might in the camper, go out there but outside. Yeah, I know. We should have <laughs> gone out there. So anyway, I really like these MasterVolt components. I like working with ABC Upfitters, and it's just a good solution. So if you're solar curious or you want to put in a reliable solar and lithium system, give Ben and his crew a call. At the very least, they're very happy to answer your questions and listen to you. Hmm, pretty good, eh? Yeah. We always try to tell you about a new destination and, well, I mean, we did because we told you about the wilds and we talked to Julie about that. But also, you know, maybe that's not your thing. Maybe you don't want to go to Washington or maybe you don't want to go where there's bears and what did she say? Coors and all those <laughs> things. So maybe you want to go to a campground. So our friend Mark Kep from Campground Views has started to send us these hidden campground gems. Campground Views is neat because it's like... Google Street View, but inside campgrounds. So you let's say you're like, oh, I want to see if this space has trees over it or doesn't have trees over it. Or can I see the lake or whatever it happens to be? You can get that through campground views. And they're literally virtual tours of, gosh, I think close to 2000 campgrounds, a crazy number of campgrounds. Yeah. So Mark is going to send us videos of highlights from within campground views. And we're going to start that off for the first time this week. And while we were in the upper left corner of the United States <laughs> for the wilds, we're going to go to the lower right corner and head to the Florida Keys. So without any further ado, let's bring on Mark Kep from Campground Views. Hello there, Mark Kep with campgroundviews.com. In today's Hidden Gem Campground of the Week, I'm actually going to show you a hidden gem destination. And that is a popular destination year-round, but really popular in the wintertime. I'm going to pull up the big map at Campground Views, which shows everything we have in the directory on one gigantic map. And I'm going to zoom into an area that is on the southern tip of Florida, the Florida Keys. If you have not been there, it is an amazing destination. There are a number of state parks and private RV parks all along the Florida Keys. In fact, there's a number of resorts down there now. First qualifier on this entire area is it is not cheap to stay. So if you're looking for cheap camping, it's not there. And also um, the Florida Keys are very much not boondocking friendly. So as a result, you do need to stay in a state park or one of the private parks or risk getting uh, moved by um, officers if you try to boondock in different areas. The Florida Keys are impacted by hurricanes on quite a regular basis. In fact, a number of the resorts um, along the Florida Keys have been destroyed previously um, and they are now reopening and being rebuilt. Um, a popular destination to visit is actually the Big Pine Key locations, the Blue Water Keys, and also the KOA location that is down here is very nice. 
The Sun Outdoor Sugarloaf Key, that entire RV park is located on an island. So the entire RV park is its own island, which is quite amazing. Overall, this location is very nice to go visit. You will find that the RV sites are expensive, anywhere from $100 on the low end to some of the locations are $200 a night on the high end. So it's a place that folks will go to once or twice um, and then move on from there and go to different areas. We do have listings for campgrounds all along there. One of the big things I would encourage you to do is look for the state parks along uh, the Big Pine Key area and surroundings. There are a number of state parks out there they are quite busy and as a result they can tend to fill up very very rapidly and you have to use some of those site picking tools that allow you to get uh, reminders of sites available like Bahia Honda really great campground there and we're looking at it right now this is one of the many state parks that are out there in that area for you to go enjoy so our hidden gem campground of the week isn't really a hidden gem it's a hidden gem campgrounds it is an area that if you go to Florida in the winter you have an RV highly recommended to go visit and by all means let us know if you've stayed there and your favorite spots talk to you soon hope you're enjoying these hidden gem campgrounds now obviously you didn't see the video because this is all audio but there is a video and in that video mark walks us through the campground and shows us the actual campground that he's talking about so make sure that you go onto the show notes go to stressuscamping.com there's a podcast tab and this is episode 213. His video will be there for you to watch. Okay, so we haven't really talked about this yet, but we do have a dash cam and we're still learning to use it and we'll talk about it someday. But one of the things that happened is that the hanger for the dash cam broke and we had to come up with a new solution. I think we've probably told you about Night Eyes gear ties before. Oh, I love We those love things. our Night Eyes gear ties, but something else we really like is Night Eyes magnetic phone holder uppers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that works, that's legit. So we both have agreed that we don't wanna put magnets on our phones correct night eyes phone holders are like a let's say a metal ball that you stick to your dash just for simplicity's sake and then you know you could theoretically put like a metal di a magnetic disc on the back of your phone to stick onto that ball well we don't want that disc on our phone but night eyes has a great phone holder as well yeah it's like a clampy thing and it'll hold the larger phones or the smaller phones it holds them very nice and steady and it's got the magnet on it so you can put it any phone really or any camera <laughs> that you need to hold up yeah we stuck the night eyes mount right to the camera with its own built-in stickiness right now we have a metal phone holder on our dashboard that we are using for the camera. We also have a phone holder that we're using for the surprise, phone. surprise, Oddly. the phone. <laughs> so these things have come in really handy. That Night Eyes brand, we really like what we've tried. Those gear ties and these phone holders have been just really top-notch quality. They have withstood the test of time, the vibration, and lately the heat. Yeah. And like I say, these things are made out of a lot of this is metal or really good plastic. I have zero complaints. So I am very pleased with the Night Eyes. Their sub brand is Steely Squeeze. That's what these things yeah. go by. But it's all part of Night Eyes. <laughs> so we'll put some links. Yeah. yeah, we'll put links to them and some pictures you can see. And it just really works well. If you're looking for a way to mount a phone to your car or truck or whatever, this is a good choice. All right, Tony, how about if you tell us about your favorite RV this week? Well, I'm happy to do so. I also have an announcement. Not only will you be able to get RV reviews from me on Stressless Camping, my RV's reviews are also going back on RVTravel.com. So another place to find me. And there may be a third place, believe it or not. But this week, a lot of RV companies say... We have this innovative new blah, blah, blah. And what it is is different shiplap or our faucets are black this year instead of silver or whatever it is. Well, I actually have an RV that truly is unique and very innovative and just a floor plan that I have never, I not only not seen, I wouldn't have imagined this. So what it is, 
is a Forest River Salem Cruise Light 24 View. And the reason that they call it View is they realized how RVs are getting fewer and fewer and smaller and smaller windows. So this thing has over a hundred square inches of glass on it. Huge bedroom windows, a huge window in the living area, and a giant pair of windows at the very back. And we're going to start at the back of this one with a big U-shaped counter that goes almost completely around the RV with an, obviously an area you can walk in. But the neat thing about this is it can be a counter for food prep. It can be a counter to eat at. It can be a work counter. That alone is very cool and unusual. Then there's a sort of L-shaped lounge that they've put. And one of the hallmark things about the Salem and Wildwood, Wildwood is basically the same trailer, different brand, but the Salem Wildwood products is totes. They definitely use totes a lot. This one has some totes under the sofa, which is totes adorbs. It also has totes under the front bed. And the front bed in this travel trailer is a king size-ish bed. But the weird thing about it, or the neat thing, is you push a button and it kind of backs up against the wall and the headrest lifts up in the bed. And that way, that king-size bed doesn't take up the whole bedroom when you want to just walk around. There's also a closet in that bedroom and a lot of nightstand storage and such, little cubbies on the side of the bed. And so the, the front bedroom has that neat, they call it Versatilt Custom King Bed. That's their name for it. But again, big windows in the bedroom. So it's a really unusual bed situation and not something I've seen before. But wait, there's more. <laughs> this RV has a secret room like what you would expect in a horror movie. But it's not what? a horror. It's a pleasure. Behind the entertainment center, you open the entertainment center and there's a bunk room back there. Literally in this slide room, there are two mattresses. There's an upper and a lower bunk. Now your feet kind of go in behind the space left by the fridge. You have to see this floor plan. Of course, we have pictures on our website under the Honest RV Reviews section. But your feet go in kind of behind the fridge and then you have this tall bed and again more totes it's just it's so unusual they just have done a super job with it all these beautiful windows and lots of seating area king size bed on and on and on and it's not that large a trailer it's 29 foot 11 so i'd call it like a mid-sized trailer but not bad this is designed to be on the more affordable side of things. So it's not a laminated wall. It's what they call a hung wall. And I kind of explained that in the article. And it's, you know, leaf spring suspension and not a lot of super premium features, but certainly some good ones. One of those is the underbelly has a segmented cover. So let's say somewhere in the middle you have a leak or you need to address something. You can just take that panel off without having to remove that whole underbelly. And to me, that's a huge deal. So anyway, Salem Cruise Light 24 View travel trailer. It's not out yet. This is your sneak preview. And you can find this and lots more at Honest RV Reviews at StresslessCamping.com. And Peggy asks a question every week on our Fun and Friendly Stresses Camping Podcast Facebook group. And last week, <laughs> I asked, what is the biggest fear that you have overcome about camping? There were a lot of responses. There were a lot of responses. Some of them, like, I need to know your secret because maybe you misread it and maybe you just told me your biggest fear. Because some of these, like, if you've gotten over it, I need some counseling. Because <laughs> you got to tell me how you did it. Yeah. And this one had 88 comments. It That's was right. popular. Yeah. So Robert said he's still not crazy about backing up the trailer. And, you know, I get it. You know, I think that's one of those things you want to stay a little scared. If you get too confident and comfortable, you might start making mistakes. 
So I'm going to say that it's okay if you're still a little worried about that, as long as you're not too afraid to go out there and try it. Yeah, I mean, it's good to have some concerns when backing. Campgrounds have this tendency to put these stupid little posts and poles and rocks where you can't see them. And that just makes me crazy. Right. Mark worried about pulling his camper over a mountain pass. And we did post a video about driving in the mountains. And so we will post a link to that YouTube video that we made. Robin said backing into a campsite with a huge trailer. I'm pretty sure Robin just downsized her camper. So maybe she's not so scared anymore. (laughs) (laughs) We've known Robin for some time. Tina and Jerry both indicated that they just don't like trees. And Jerry said she really hasn't overcome it. She just doesn't camp under big trees. And, you know, as Tony replied, we survived a big, big, big windstorm when we had our bed and breakfast and five of the big tall trees on our property fell down. So he's with you on that one. Yeah, I'm not, and plus <laughs> also for trees, they block the solar panels and they block our starling. So as much as I'm a tree hugger, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to hug trees that are over me when I'm camping. How's yeah. that? Yeah. Debbie has done really well. She said first it was backing into a site and she got over that. And then it was dumping the black tank with a line waiting behind her. Oh, (laughs) she's finally gotten used to using propane, even though she's got a healthy fear still. I think that's okay. Using propane should be a gas. Oh, jeepers. (laughs) So she parked her RV at an RV park where no one knew her. And every day she conquered a new challenge and she's getting better and better. And I'm very, very proud of her. That is really a smart idea. Leah answered not finding a good spot. So either that's still a fear for her or she's decided to just make reservations everywhere and not worry about trying to find something. Stephanie worried about bears. And I think that's (laughs) another one that if you've gotten over that fear, I'd like to know how that happens. We don't camp a lot of times where bears are a possibility, but sometimes, and she was in a tent in Yosemite. So I would say that that's even... Yeah, that's a fairly legit concern. And Nick said he has a 101 pound Alaskan Malamute and that's what helps him overcome that fear. (laughs) Crystal's afraid of ticks. And that's, again probably not something you're over because if you are a tick magnet, as she says she is, you want to always be on alert for that. Ken, who learned to camp in the Marine Corps, said, humping in for miles with everything in one backpack, including personal weapons, crew-served weapons, and hundreds of pounds of ammunition. Now, <laughs> if you don't know Ken, Ken is, I think, 6'4", and if you want to kind of have the stereotypical image of a marine that's ken. that's ken he is one big dude but he is the coolest dude but <laughs> i'm gonna still. assume well, of course he's a marine i'm gonna assume that he doesn't hump for miles with all that weight of <laughs> of weapons and ammunition anymore when he goes camping <laughs> probably not so i guess you get over it by not leaving the marine corps no one ever leaves the marine corps but well we, they leave the marine corps but they're still always a marine. they're always a marine Manya said her fear was having the end of the hose pop out of the sewer dump when emptying the black tank. Now, I reminded her that she should just go ahead and get a dump buddy. But what she does is use a couple pieces of her firewood and weighs it down so that she doesn't have to worry about it. (laughs) And then Larry read that and said, well, great. Now he has a new fear. Oh, man. Yeah, Mount Pusuvius. (laughs) Chris didn't worry about anything i guess while tent camping or while using the pop-up but now that they have a actual travel trailer worried about the what ifs what if something breaks and not what i said to chris was well then you're just camping in a big tent and when you get home you figure it out but eh, let something break You'll figure it out. Don't be scared. There are RVs. They're going to break. Michael got over the fear that he couldn't go camping alone. I'm very proud of him because I have known him for a long, long, long time. And I'm really happy to know that he goes out and goes camping on his own when he wants to go. Ezekiel's a little bit worried about seeing everything behind because he. I, it sounds like maybe he triple toes. He's got a motorcycle pop up behind the Jeep. And then you can't see the trailer behind them as they drive. So... He said he's got new sturdy chains and tires, and that helps with the anxiety and knows how to change a flat. And my response was, 
I don't worry about it. I just hope I never have to change a flat <laughs> the side of the road. Shelly has overcome her fear of driving her motorhome, but cannot overcome the fear of all the other drivers. And again, very healthy respect for yeah. the other drivers. You can never anticipate what they're going to do. I just don't think that that's, it's not something to fear, but it's definitely something to keep in mind. Sally was worried about being able to boondock without solar, but they seem to be having a wonderful time on their out west journey with no reservations. Yeah, that's something we're probably going to do next year is just literally like hook up the Rockwood and just and go, go somewhere and, and just not know see where. where we go. Yeah, that's going to be the goal. Lynn's very snakes. And, yeah, snakes and again, are I things. don't know if they've gotten Lynn's gotten over that or just decided to get used to it <laughs> again snakes. just be smart and know what you're getting yourself into not a big fan of snakes michael's worried that his mother-in-law will show up right after he set up and grabbed a cold one and now the reason he's afraid of that is because he got drunk one time and said please feel free to join us anytime we'd love to wah, have you wah, wah, wah. <laughs> oh i don't have the world's loudest kazoo oh no i don't know that he's really over that fear yet either <laughs> <laughs> tina uh forest fires i yeah. as i said if you have figured out how to get over that fear please let us know what we did to get over it was move four states away yeah but it's legit i mean it's so dry especially in the west marie was afraid of backing up the camper and ingle said when he backpacked backpacked he was afraid of being eaten alive in his sleep and i guess the way he overcame it was to crawl into a tin can because he has a vintage airstream so now it's less likely that he's going to be eaten alive Monica's afraid of forgetting the marshmallows, so she always keeps a can of fluff, a, a jar of fluff on hand. There was a time we didn't have a campfire because of restrictions where we were camping, and I actually nuked the s'mores, and it worked out really yeah. well. But it was really entertaining because the marshmallows the get marshmallows huge. really puff up. Yeah, and then they get small. Karen's fears ants, and a few people gave her some ideas about how to overcome that. Yeah, you don't want to cry uncle when it comes to ants. (laughs) Reverend Scott Fear was not packing everything, and now he knows how to limit himself, and we reminded him that checklists make for stressless camping. Ooh. Sandy was afraid of a whole bunch of things, but she's learning to just go camping and not let not understanding stop her. And she's learning as she goes. And that, I think, is fantastic. Mike's afraid of the price of fuel. Aren't we <laughs> Again, all? if you've gotten over that. <laughs> you just won the lottery. Yeah. Eric was afraid of towing. He had never towed anything. And now, apparently, he does, obviously. That's a very common fear is towing and also backing up something you're towing it's extremely common and i think the best way to get over it is to kind of find a parking lot and just tow around and yep there was a lady i worked with and i've told this story a million times but i'm gonna tell it a million and one time good we set up like fake lanes and a fake campground using red solo cups so as she backed up if she heard that means she ran over a cup and boy she was she turned out to be really good at it she hardly broke any cups i don't know if she broke any (laughs) larry said that getting into tight roads and parking areas that are difficult to get out of and again practice 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 lonnie was afraid that something would go on wrong with her rv ironically she wrote that the day her refrigerator stopped working so hopefully she's been able to get that checked into tom said in the beginning when he was towing that feeling of being sucked into a truck that passes you was kind of scary and freaky but he has gotten used to it and learned to deal with it we upgraded the hitch and the first time we're going to tow it is when we leave next tuesday august 1st and i'm curious how differently the truck will handle with the upgrade that we made to our hitch and if if you don't know we have a hitch we really really like and the one thing is it with the trailer being a little heavier it wasn't quite the weight distribution and so we'll see if this helps or not we'll get to start testing that next week so maybe that'll be our gadget next week ah brenda's still getting over riding shotgun in the dually 
it's a little overwhelming, but she knows that her husband is a farm kid who knows what he's doing. <laughs> Jenna went camping by herself one time with her dogs, and she was worried about being alone, but she was just fine, so now she doesn't have to be scared anymore. Yay. You guys have made a great list. A long list. And again, as I said, if you've gotten over some of those things, I think I responded to all of you and said, please tell me how you got over that, because <laughs> some of those things are still very scary. This week... Because we talked about, you know, staying in the wilds with hookups, but in the wild. And, and staying, going to the Florida Keys. And going in the Florida Keys and using that camping style. We were curious, what's your camping style? Are you a boondocker? Are you a resort camper? Are you forest, desert, you know, whatever your style and why? Why do you like that? What is it about it that appeals to you? And as always, you could answer that in our fun and friendly Stressless Camping Podcast, podcast Facebook, Facebook group. Wow. And also, you remember, of course, that we do a once-a-week newsletter that is absolutely positively free. Yeah, you know, there's all the links to the stories, videos, and podcasts that will help you get the most out of your RV experience. And all you have to do to sign up is visit our website. A pop-up will pop up if it's one of the <laughs> first times you've do. popped in. <laughs> but if not, uh, you can always go to the hamburger menu and hit contact and that will take you to the newsletter sign up, or it's also at the bottom of every page. Remember, of course, that we only send one email a week, and that is it, and we do not share your information. We just send you things that we think will help you get the most of your RV experience. Yeah. While you're on the website, once you've signed up for the newsletter, you can go to the podcast page and find the show notes for this episode. Episode 213. On the podcast page at stresslesscamping.com. And that's also where you'll find our discounts and deals for the best things you'll need on your stresses camping adventure. And you know, if you've got a great deal that we don't have, please let us know. Yeah. Contact us and let us know and we will work to get that available for everyone. Yep, and of course we are in all of the social places and you can start at stressescamping.com. In the upper right corner are links to all of those little social places that we are. And if you don't want to miss a future episode of the Stressless Camping Podcast, free. it's free to subscribe on any podcast catcher, and we are saving you a seat around our virtual campfire. We are, we are, indeed, indeed. And of course, the review will help others find this podcast, because that's how those algorithms work. They like to see reviews, and of course, the more listeners, the better the deals and discounts and, and all of that stuff. So if you haven't left a review yet, please do. And if you have left a review and you find something on the website that you really think is interesting and you know someone who would like it, please feel free. Please share it all over the place. Yeah. Post it on Facebook. Send it in an email. Call somebody and read them the address. I don't know. Whatever it takes. <laughs> yeah, sharing is caring. So, well, with that, thank you so much for joining us once again this week. Next week, we will be coming to you from the road. You know what we're going to be doing? Happy camping! We hope you learned a lot and had some fun and got some tips for your next stress-less camping adventure. We're honored by your reviews on Apple Podcasts, which helps others find us too. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out on the adventure, and we look forward to your joining us next week. Until then, happy camping! Uh, little, 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 little. Blah, 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 blah.